Allman Brothers Band, Led Zeppelin, Justin Bieber, DMX, Ice Cube, Dua Lipa, Eurythmics, Fleetwood Mac, Dave Matthews Band, Soundgarden, Sam Cooke, Eric Clapton, Tyga, Vanilla Ice, Whitney Houston, Celine, Poison, Def Leppard, and Aerosmith. These are just a few of the bands and musical stylings that can be found on my iPod. What can be found on yours? Hello and welcome. This is Tara. Thank you so much for listening to Rock That Life podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about music and I'm going to try to pinpoint a few areas that that I can talk about because if you know me at all, I could talk about music all day every day. Music rules. Music is life. Dance is life. Music is life. They go together. It's a perfect marriage, in my opinion. So I grew up in what I like to call the MTV generation. Yes, music television, when they actually used to play music videos. I loved MTV. Oh my gosh. I loved MTV too much, obsessed. And it's interesting with with all the videos that were out, some of them that stick in my brain still all these years, decades later. Cheap trick, don't be cruel. I just, I remember that video, it was so cool. They were so cool. Dire Straits. Money for nothing. I mean, just kind of like the little cartoon worker guys. Uh, boy, I, shoot. I don't know why those stick out, but they do. Uh, and then, of course, you have <laughs> videos like The Humpty Dance by Digital Underground, him with the big fake nose. Again, I could go on and on. But these are some of the things that I remember still to this day. I loved music videos. I loved seeing the artists. I loved all the glam rock, arena rock, if you will. Poison, Warrant, Winger, shoot, Mr. Big, Tesla. I loved the videos, always showed them at a concert. You know, Aerosmith did it too. Aerosmith did it too, sometimes. But yeah, I always showed them at a concert. Oh gosh, I just loved those videos. They looked so fun. So fun. I always wanted to go to concerts. I wanted to be there. MTV, music television. Also VH1, but I thought MTV was cooler. There, little side note for you. Along with MTV not really being music television anymore, I hear they have a bunch of shows. You know, I don't have cable TV. So we've outgrown MTV, VH1. We have all these other 
other platforms now. We don't really need it. We have Spotify. We have Sirius. I'm sure there's a lot of things out there I don't even know about. Apple Music, iTunes. We just have all this music at our fingertips, which for me is fantastic. It is the most amazing thing ever. All this music just right there, and you don't have to buy the entire album. Remember having to buy the album? Having to buy the CD for that one good song? Ugh, what a waste. Okay, sometimes an album could be good, but in my memory, I had all these CDs that you would buy for that one hit. The music video was out on MTV, and it was just awesome, and you go and buy the album, and kind of a letdown. Again, not always, but sometimes. Missed the days of records, vinyl. You know, we outgrew that for a while and look, they're coming back. It's amazing. I loved vinyl. I always remember the Peter Frampton, the Van Halen in 1981. There was a Neil Diamond record. Led Zeppelin, lots of good stuff. Tape cassette, remember tape, put it in, have to rewind, rewind to get to your favorite song, play it, rewind. My sister and I, we wore out our Whitney Houston tape cassette. Ooh, I want to dance with somebody. I know you know that one. Yeah, that was a great album. But oh, that song, loved it so much. And you'd put it in. You'd put it in your tape player. Play it. Stop. Rewind. Play it again. Stop. Rewind. And then, you know, sometimes the uh, the tape would get all messed up and you'd have to take it out and and use your, your fingers to, to roll it back up and, and get it back in. Back in the cassette all lined up and ready to play. Ha! <laughs> Even CDs. Then came CDs. Anyone remember the movie The Wedding Singer? It's like, hey, got a CD player. Play CDs. And Drew Barrymore, oh, great. Great, I'll grab the record player. No. No, it's a CD player. Play CDs. Oh, that was so new. Gosh, I remember CDs. They were amazing. You didn't have to stop, rewind, stop, rewind, or even even go to the stylus and and move it back to listen to the song again on, on vinyl. You could just hit a button and it would go back or forward or, you know, skip several tracks. Ooh, CDs! Gosh, that was like the best thing ever. But like tapes and like vinyl, and you start collecting a lot. You start collecting a lot take them out of the cases. They had the the big cases, either hard or soft, and you would store all your CDs in there. And me, I I had them organized, you know, by genre. Yep, I sure did. (laughs) Had them all labeled, put my initials on them, because, you know, you used to share. You used to share music. You know, you, you would borrow or loan your CD to your girlfriend's, and then sometimes, you know, we would make mix tapes from these CDs, huh? 
If your car still had a tape, a tape deck, yeah. So you'd have all these CDs, put them on, get to your song, record, stop, take it out, get another CD, get your favorite song queued up, stop, get it recorded, switch out CDs. Oh, it was so fun, so fun making mixtapes. Then we kind of outgrew the tape cassette. You couldn't even find them in cars anymore, didn't even sell them. Then it was just CDs. CDs were awesome. Compact disc. I felt like the clarity, like the sound quality was so good. And of course, you could access the music on the album with such ease in a CD player. I remember saving my, saving my hard-earned money working at Dairy Queen so I could buy a CD player for my car. I had a 1988 Dodge Daytona, FYI. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to have to refer to my pops on that one. Was it 87 or 88? Anyway, it was an amazing car. I'm going to go off on a tangent there for a second. 87 or 88 Dodge Daytona, six-speed, turbo-boosted. What, what? Oh, I loved that car. It was my sister's, but I got it. It was a manual. Mmm. That Dodge Daytona, though. <sighs> okay, anyway, music. Music, music. But I played a lot of music in that car. You know I did. CDs, so awesome. I just loved it. But then became a problem. Again, you collected so many. You're changing them out all the time. But it was a good problem to have. It was better than tapes, rewinding. I guess better than vinyl because the sound quality was so amazing. Okay, I love vinyl, though. That wasn't a slam on vinyl. I am thrilled that vinyl is back and making a comeback. I think it's fantastic. And I have friends that are really uh, into records and, and vinyl and collecting them right now at this day and age. And I think that's fantastic. So keep it up. Now it seems we have outgrown the compact disc. I have noticed that new vehicles of today, okay, so vehicles nowadays, they don't even have CD players anymore. Everything is the Bluetooth or subscribe to Sirius XM. You have all these other options. They're pretty amazing, but the other day, I just had this craving. I'm going to call it a craving, a literal craving to bust out one of my favorite CDs from the past, and that CD was ACDC Live. It came out of nowhere. Now, I have some ACDC on my iPod. You know, that's what we use today. All of our music is on our phone or on other MP3 devices or like say the, the Sirius XM, Spotify, can access anywhere you can get internet, right? So I'm digging through <laughs> cases and cases of CD binders. You know, remember the, the big cases that we talked about, putting your CDs in? 
And, you know, it's been so long since I've been in those cases. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where this CD is. And I had everything organized. Well, I finally found it. Busted that baby out. And then I couldn't even remember how to work my car CD player. (laughs) I got it to work. I got it. Oh, I cranked it up. And it was just nostalgia. Man, I put that CD in. I cranked it up. On kind of a crummy winter day, Uh, reminder, we are here in southwest Montana. Beautiful place. But at this time, we have lots of snow. Throw the CD, turn up, and it just reminds me of a beautiful spring day cruising. Windows down. Still have my music cranked up. Hey, I've always played my music loud. I've made that comment before. It's nothing new. It's not something I started doing a couple years ago. I've been doing it my entire life. And again, sorry, mom and dad. I get it now. How annoying. But I still do it. I have not changed. Just pure nostalgia. And then I kind of start analyzing. I'm like, why? Why does music have such an effect. Why does it have that effect for me? I know others that it just, they could really care less. But for me, it's like music is just a constant in my world. I get in my car. It's pretty much the first thing I do. I I turn it on. I get up in the morning when I'm getting ready. I've got my music on. Hanging out in the house, got my music on. I teach, of course I have my music on. Teach my dance fitness, of course there's music. Music is with me all the time, and that's what, music is my muse. I don't know what I would do without it, and I love so much. So I started thinking about, like, why does it make you feel that way? And certain songs, I know, cater to my mood, Uh, So I did some deep thinking, deep thoughts, T-Rock. You know, when I'm feeling happy and and goofy and just kind of, uh, well, I'm always happy and goofy, right? I tend to uh, listen to a playlist full of 90s dance music. Yeah, come on, you know, things like Culture culture Beat and Corona. Yeah, Gosh, I love that 90s dance music. It was so fun. And then I listened to a lot of the arena and glam rock, which I call butt rock. Oh my gosh, Poison just gets you fired up. Uh, Sometimes when I'm a little stressed out or feeling... mm, It's reality rap. It is... It's Dr. Dre. It's Ice Cube. Snoop D-O-double-G. But then I might go... On the other side, and listen to some throwback Limp Bizkit or Kid Rock. Aw, yeah. Makes you feel good. When I am a little emotional or tired or just meh. You like these sound effects that I'm describing my, my moods? It'll be things like Foreigner. R.E.M. Yes, yeah, when you're sad and feeling blue, let's throw on some Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. That is the smartest idea. Oh my gosh, seriously, that makes it worse. (laughs) Or I'll listen to some Fleetwood Mac. 
But then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so emotional. And then I'll switch it. Like, let's get to the 90s dance. Let's change my mood. And boom. It's like, let's, let's get away from this emotional stuff, which I love Foreigner. I love Fleetwood Mac. You know I do. But I was like, oh, I just, I need something a little, a little less heavy. Something a little less intense. And then, you know, my anytime go-to is mm, Aerosmith, Blue Army for Life. You know it. And when I need to get pumped up, like before a class or a long weekend, like when we go to these competitions, I will throw on some Motley Crue, kick, start my heart. You betcha, or some old school. Give me that LL Cool J. Give me some Jagged Edge. Yes. Let's do it. Of course, you know, Ice Cube might go there as well uh, with, with getting pumped up. It kind of depends on what it is. So, little Notorious B.I.G., what, what? Yeah, music affects our mood, and I encourage you to use it to your advantage. What do you mean to your advantage? Well, what I just said. How do certain genres of music affect your mood? Do you want to be sad and emo all day? Are you trying to get pumped up? Are you trying to get excited? Do you just want to relax and chill? Yeah, I got some Kenny G on my iPod. Uh-huh, you bet. You bet. So that brings me to my Rock That Body dance fitness class. You know, this is a podcast about dance, fitness, health. I'm... I might even talk about why people don't return their shopping carts at some point. I mean, this podcast can go wherever I want it to. But back to that, let's talk music and rock that body and mood. So in class, how do you please the masses? Okay, we're talking group fitness. You're putting together your playlist. How are you going to cater to everybody's likes. Drum roll, please. The answer is you're not. You're not. You cannot please the masses. And dumb Dora, I don't know why that has taken me so long to figure out, but you can't. You won't. I talked in a previous episode about (laughs) we always use the word Sally, right? Sally, Jane, you know, she loves this track, but Joe over here can't stand this song or even the choreography. But then the very next time it switches and then he likes it, she doesn't, or, eh, you know, I could go without it. It's just, we react differently to the same things. Okay, you know, I play a Dua Lipa track. These four like it. These two are indifferent. And then somebody else just really despises it. It's like, oh my gosh, this song or this artist is nails on a chalkboard for me. Why is that? I don't, I don't know, right? That's this whole process of like, what makes us tick and why we like what we like or dislike. So you can't please the masses. I try to bring in a variety of, of things. I have mentioned this before. I do not go to iTunes, open up the top 20 of the week and just boom, 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 use all those songs. I have to be inspired as the instructor. So yes, I have to use things that I like, but there are tracks and routines on my playlist that I don't like. And when they come on, 
I kind of get an attitude, throw an eye roll. I'm like, oh my gosh, this song. But you know what? Others in my class like it. Instructor ego check. Leave it at the door. It's not about you, me, me, you, us as instructors. I know others enjoy this song or routine and gall darn it, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's like three and a half minutes of my life. Get over it. It's like, well, why did you pick it in the first place? Because at one point it, it did something for me. It inspired me. It motivated me. And you know what? If it's danceable and if I, if I get an idea, you know, that little spark, I'm going to go with it. That's just the way it works. I'm, I'm going to go with it. Um, the music finds me. I usually don't go looking for a song. Ooh, Dua Lipa has a new one. I have to do it. I might because I love her so much and her music is just oh, danceable beyond. Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh, I'm such a fan. And if you were ever to listen to this, Justin Bieber, I know you won't, but I love you, Justin Bieber. You've really become a neat guy. You have turned it around. Good for you. And I love your music. Okay, there. Moving on. So I try to use it all in my class. Yeah, sometimes I might be a little more heavy on the hip-hop or pop side of things, but I am more than hip-hop. And just because I am a hip-hop instructor, I like it all. So our playlist could bounce from Pitbull to Ed Sheeran. Then we have some Prince, and then it could go into Too Short. Then we bounce to Taylor Swift, and then there's more Prince on the playlist. More Ed Sheeran. Yes, I have a few tracks. Dua Lipa's in there. There are songs I really don't know who the artist is because I found it by accident. Walking around a store or being on vacation and, and hearing something that caught my ears. Like, Ooh, I got to find out what that song is. That sounds usable. So I, I try to do it all. It just I also want to show you and remind you that you can move to anything. And music fuels my workouts anyway. I mean, that, that's, that's a huge part of my formula, which my formula doesn't exist. It's just get in there, crank it up, and get moving. Be as loud as you can. That's my formula. Music is so powerful and it, like say, it just fuels my workout. When I used to be a gym rat, you know, and I'd go and, and lift the weights, not heavy, but I'd go and lift weights and, and do that whole grind. You know, I loved the arena rock. Give me that rock and roll. Then, you know, I, I would like Metallica and stuff for that lifting. I, you know, I usually don't listen to them outside of the gym. It's not that I don't like them. I guess it just doesn't really do things for me outside of a specific realm. So I would listen to stuff like that, but then there would be days in the gym like, oh my gosh, like turn this off. It's giving me a headache or, oh my gosh, please switch this. It's like, this sounds like elevator music. What are you doing? But then, you know, we got all the little MP3 players and the little iPods. And we could bring those and wear those and have our earphones and just listen to whatever we wanted. That was amazing. Absolutely amazing. 
So music fuels our life. It fuels our workout. I know when I work out at home and I do stream my workouts, sometimes the music that they use, it just doesn't do it for me. I'm like, all right, we, we got to turn this off and I have got to put on my own playlist. So the music is a problem, but I find a solution. I know you can't do that at my class, but what you can do is, you know, run out to the restroom when, when there's a song that comes on that you don't like. <laughs> I am on to you, people. I'm on to you. I still love you so much. So we can't please the masses. Try to use everything. I mean, I, I do. So we have, I've got some, what, 50s and 60s in there. You know, I've done the old surf and safari. Let's go surfing now. Uh, Route 66, you bet. Done the 80s stuff. Got some Poison, Fallen Angel. Have some Frank Sinatra. Like I say, lots of Prince, lots of Dua Lipa, Pitbull. He's just, he's very danceable. Lady Gaga. Geez, my students could tell you better, better than I. Better than me. My students could tell you better than me what is on my playlist. My students are amazing. Incorporate it all. I make sure it's not about me. I try to just have a variety of stuff. And sometimes that taps in to our emotions in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. It's always in a positive way. Sometimes there will be mornings where my students come to class, they're dragging, they're feeling slumpy, they're just not in the best headspace. We get to rock in our bods and after class they are flying. That just that cardio buzz, that exercise high, the endorphins, they are going like, oh my gosh, yes, I am ready to just take on the day. Yes, success, good. You know what, sometimes I walk into class tired as well, or before my workouts, or just, I might go into the studio tired. All right, I got to change this real fast. Let's turn something on that's going to pump us up. Music is life. It just like puts life into your body. Can I say it breathes life into us? I mean, I don't know because we're not, I guess we're breathing in music. So you can take it how you want. But yeah, music, it just, it gives us that life. Use music to your advantage. If we go back to somewhat of the beginning and I was explaining how music changes my moods, If you're feeling frumpy, turn something on that you're going to connect with in a positive way. Or, you know, maybe it is that nostalgia. Maybe classical music is your thing. Maybe maybe that makes you feel happy and content and at ease. Maybe you do need Metallica to get in a better headspace. Maybe you like Toto. Woohoo! Shout out to my roomies, Africa, Toto, whoop, whoop. Uh, That is actually my alarm clock, and it has been for years. You know why? Because it's awesome. It is the best thing to wake up to. Try it. Africa by Toto as your alarm clock. You will love it. It's just, oh, my gosh. I don't dislike waking up in the morning. Such a pleasant sound. So anyway, find what is going to work for you. 
I don't want you to overanalyze music. I mean, that's what I do, just because that's what I do with life. I'm always thinking, plotting, wondering. But yeah, I just, especially as I get older and and I still love that old music, you know, I, I like a lot of modern pop music. I don't feel like I know a lot of it. I'm not up with the times, as they say. And as every generation says, oh my gosh, the music you kids are listening to these days. I find myself saying that. I am my father. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but it's true. I was like, oh, our music was so much better. But was was it really? It just, it kept up with the times, that generation. I mean, uh, Nirvana, like the Soundgarden I mentioned in the intro. Shoot, all those like the alternative and punk bands, Green Day. It was just, that was such the 90s thing. And I feel like they don't really make music like that anymore, even though those bands are resurging, you know, Green Day, new album out. But that was just such the, it resonated with the teenage angst, Pearl Jam. I had no idea how much, both my husband and myself enjoy Pearl Jam. I found that out a few months ago, and I'm like, woo, here we go! Making the mixed mixed CDs that he can't even play anymore because he doesn't have a CD player in his truck. So I got to load playlists. Yes, let's get some, like, grunge and alternative on there. It's just, it's awesome. But it, it taps into such a special place. Uh, oldies. The whole, uh, what is it, Dick Bartley on Saturday mornings, the AM radio, the countdown. Oh my gosh, that just, that taps into a place of Saturday morning, amazing pancake or waffle breakfasts that my mother would make for us. And, you know, the Dave Clark Five is playing on the radio because it's, it's a countdown of, of the past. Oh, man. Dad, thanks for playing those, by the way. Ooh, going to get a little emotional there. I really am, and I'm not even going to edit that out. I am so grateful that I was exposed to so much music growing up. So much music. I really do believe it has shaped me, and even though it's hilarious that... (laughs) My parents hated the the rap and, you know, all that grunge and stuff. And that is such a big part of my world. And I feel like that has also shaped me. But it just cracks me up how, I mean, I can go listen to Howlin' Wolf or Eric Clapton. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Eric Clapton. I love him. That kind of music, B.B. King, and then I will just switch over to something like N.W.A. It cracks me up. But I love it all, and I want to give love to all of it. They're artists. They're being vulnerable. They're putting themselves out there, and I so respect and appreciate that. And although a lot of those lyrics are not appropriate, I don't really listen for that. I love the beat. I love the bass line. I love the melodies. But with that said, I also love how they're speaking their truths because music is a reflection of their lives as well. So, I don't know. With that said, how about you reflect on what music means to you? Listen. How does it make you feel and why? Actually, I want to know. So if you've listened to this, 
Hit me up. Reach out. Why do you like what you like? You know, me, why do I love Aerosmith so much? Tara, stop talking about Aerosmith. No, I won't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I grew up with their music. I remember just wanting to listen to them all the time. I have so many of their albums. I mean, most, most of them I do. Go me. Uh, I'm such a fan. One of my good girlfriends, you know, her, her thing is, it's Billy Joel. Why? Another friend, it, Missy Elliott. That's, that's her thing. Like, you know, why? Why do we connect with what we connect with? I find it very interesting. So anyway, I'm going to cut it right there because I could talk about music forever. I want you to stop listening to me and I want you to go listen to something that you enjoy brings you peace or happiness or that motivates you to get up and moving. Hashtag move daily. Yeah. Let's go throw on some music. Happy listening, friends. Thank you so much for listening to Rock That Life podcast. Once again, my name is Tara, and I love music, and I love dance, and I so appreciate you listening to my take on music and moods and what I play in class and why and that connection. Go listen to some music. Enjoy. Crank it up. Roll the windows down. Moonroof open. Throw your hands in the air. No, keep them on the steering wheel. Kick back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, throw on your favorite album. Until next time, go live that best life and rock on. <laughs>